Hi everyone, uh, welcome back to The Torch, episode Dose of The Torch. Number two. Uh, in which we find out that having your cell phones near the cable, the microphone cable, uh, causes issues. I think we were looking around for five minutes to see what the cause of that was. Uh, Kimberly found it. Yes, that was very scary. Kimberly Rowland here, and we survived the 2018 cell phone apocalypse. Yep. Mo- moving on, moving on. Moving up. Uh, so last week we had our uh, first and hopefully not only Industrious Women's Summit. I was one of the lucky few who got to be at the event all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at all the panels we had. Uh, I think it was great. I think um, not even from like just like a woman's perspective, from like a, a business owner's perspective, I think it was chock full of really great kernels of knowledge yes um you want to talk about it a little bit absolutely we are so excited with how well this event turned out and jake couldn't have done it without you our whole team is first of all just got to give kudos to our amazing bbb team because that was a big event to put on it was a big event it was an event we had never put on before so we didn't have the benefit of experience Mm -hmm. to uh kind of guide us through it uh I think it it went off flawlessly, except for spilling coffee all over myself. Oh, that's right. That was a that was. You fell up the stairs. I fell up the stairs, which it's kind right. of crazy that someone could fall up the stairs, but you know. Your camera didn't get broken. Everything's good. No, yeah, I think it's a reflex action. I know as soon as water comes near me, I the the camera goes away from it. Yes, yeah. save the camera. No, it was great. Um, yeah, huge thank you to all of our amazing staff because this was our first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Jake, we haven't done an event of this magnitude and it grew thanks to all of the interest from the community and just folks who wanted to be speakers or uh, be part of the event. It totally grew from what was supposed to be one half of a day, maybe a few speakers, to a full Friday from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m., and we had over 20 speakers here at BBB. So it was crazy. It was amazing, very inspiring. And like you said, I think any business owner really gathered a lot of information, new contacts, learned a lot. But especially the folks in the trades and in the service industry, which the event was really tailored for, they left with a sense of a greater sense of community, I think. I think they were able to meet folks who are in it with them, you know? I think it was good for them, um, just like speaking from like the very beginning of the day with uh, Beth Rolfs, Mm. the keynote speaker, it was really fun to watch other people in the audience who who were also in her very same industry kind of be like... Uh, I I loved hearing from you. I think I think one lady said, "Can we have lunch sometime?" Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to see how uh, a person who is very successful in a field can kind of inspire people who are you know just kind of starting out. I think Absolutely. that's a great thing that that was a, a, a result of of this event. I think so too. It's kind of like you can see a role model. You see someone who's done it before you. They've come before you. They've had trials and tribulations. That's what this podcast is about too, is just sharing those stories. So I do want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Beth. She is awesome. We can't wait to get her in here, right? On the podcast. Yeah. Just her story is so cool. Like it wasn't like a story of like, well, you know, when I was in my early twenties, I decided I wanted to start a landscaping company. Mm -hmm. No, she started several companies throughout her years. Yeah, and uh, like I, I love the way she 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 put it. She's like, I'm not an advertising person. 
Uh, but I'll start an advertising company. You know, it's inspiring for millennials, I think. Yes. Who 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 feel a lot of pressure to decide what they want to do in their life and then stick with that. It, it kind of takes some pressure off of you to be like, no, no. Like, you can carve your own path. Absolutely. And Beth certainly did that, and it was great to, to hear her her story. Yeah, it's an incredible story because it's it's the crooked path, I think. Not crooked in a bad way, but it's not a straight linear path that you're going to take to become a rock star business person, which Beth is. I loved hearing her story, and I know last week when we um, recorded our first podcast, you let me know she had a background in radio, and... By the end of her keynote presentation, I realized she hadn't even talked about radio. And so I asked her about it and she goes, oh, I didn't even have time to talk about when I was in radio because that was when I was in college. She's (laughs) like, I didn't go back that far. But she had so many great stories and all of the different experiences she had, whether she was part of corporate America and then also when she started her business and then just talking about how she plans and operates her day-to-day business and how she wants to be handing it off but she's doing that strategically and she ultimately wants to retire and be on a beach like it's really cool to see all the thought and planning and intentional kind of purpose and strategy she puts behind her business Mm -hmm. it's just evident even that speech in and of itself right she had practiced it so many times it was an entertaining speech yes yeah (laughs) it didn't seem rehearsed but she had practiced several times the day before because she wanted to make sure she was within a time window so she would have time for q a and when she told me that i was thinking okay this is just indicative of beth herself right she's planning this speech which she's giving to a room full of other business owners she wants to knock it out of the park She's doing this on a volunteer basis for us, and she still puts so much time and effort and planning into making it such a great speech, so interactive. Like you said, I heard I heard a lot of folks asking to go to lunch with her afterwards in between on the break time. Folks were giving her her card. There were other women in there that were in the landscaping industry, so I think that was also just inspiring, like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm in this too. So that was one of the huge successes of this event was just – connecting and that was the theme was learn connect and build Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just this cheesy three random words that we strung together it was really intentional we wanted people to learn at this event we didn't want it to just be networking we wanted people to connect so we did have a little tiny bit of time at the start and at lunchtime for people to do some networking which Mm -hmm. they're naturally going to do and we really wanted to build community and i think build is such a great verb too because in this industry these business owners are physically building things. Mm -hmm. So, but building that sense of community is something you often don't have time to do when you are a, an incredibly busy business owner. Yeah. Another thing that like, I loved just seeing, cause like I was taking pictures of people all day, the enthusiasm they brought with them into the event was so much higher than I've seen in so many other kind of like business networking or like, uh, uh, educational kind of seminars kind of things. People were really excited to be here. And I think that speaks to the larger community, like mm-hmm. the, the types of, of events that they that they want to attend. Yes, I agree. And we also really want to thank ASU, who was our generous sponsor for this event. They made this event possible for us to put on with the help of the Kauffman Foundation out of Kansas City and the Kauffman Foundation. We could probably do an entire podcast just on them, but they're a foundation that's dedicated to entrepreneurship, especially serving diverse entrepreneurs. So folks who aren't always represented when you immediately think of entrepreneurship. And so this was just a natural synergy and partnership for us to work with ASU and the Kauffman Foundation on this. 
and uh, Jimmy Choi, the Vice President of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. She kicked off the morning with Matt Failing, who's our President and CEO of BBB Serving Pacific Southwest. So I thought that was really nice too, because it set the tone that this isn't just another networking event. There's some really heavy hitters in this room, and there's a lot of people who are dedicating resources and time to ensure that you succeed as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really impactful. And then, oh my gosh, right after Beth's keynote, we just had so many panels. And Jake, you were in the room with me for every single one of those. Yeah. We had a panel on business development and new revenue streams. We had a panel on working with the media, pitching, storytelling, earning media. Both of these panels had multiple industry experts on them. And then right before lunch, we had a panel on creating delightful customer experiences, which was a really great discussion. I loved that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an amazing lunch that was catered by Aroma Culinary Catering, who's an accredited business with BBB. And we were able to bring in Megan Garcia from New America. She was awesome. Did, did you have she the- She did the, yeah. the automation yes. panel. Or not a panel, but just kind of like a working lunch kind of thing. Exactly. Um, it was- a really cool kind of presentation she put on. Um, and I, I hadn't realized that automation was already so close to affecting service industries. Mm-hmm. I knew that it w- that it was coming in to like our grocery stores, right. for example. And then, of course, you know, everything on our phone. Um, but the idea that automation could affect in such a huge way um, something as hands-on as mm-hmm. like the auto industry. Yeah, I love how Megan approaches the conversation too because again, this was very condensed. She gives this over a full day. So she boiled the ocean into about 45 minutes for us. Uh, But what I thought was really neat is she presents you with the cold hard data and she pulled Phoenix specific data because New America did some research just in Phoenix in the last year on who in the job market is going to be affected by automation, how they'll be affected, kind of what their demographics look like because there are some trends about who's most likely to be affected by automation and I think that sets the tone it's like not this fluffy conversation it's heavily rooted in data and then she had a really great open conversation with these business owners like hey this is going to impact some of your employees so let's talk about how we can reskill some of them or upskill them so that they're not out of a job forever they're just going to have a new type of job. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting too. What I loved at the start of her presentation was she put a photo up there of a switchboard operator talking about jobs that are obsolete that you don't really see anymore. And it makes you think, okay, so what's obsolete or going to be obsolete in our lifetime? And so, yeah, that's what I loved about Megan's presentation. It did leave you with a sense of hope and it also left you feeling a little bit more prepared because this isn't a conversation that comes up every day when you're running a business, but it is something you need to think about because Mm -hmm. it's certainly coming. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it's going to impact your business, your industry, your employees. So I really loved having Megan here. And then after lunch, we had a few more amazing sessions. We did the importance of self-care for industrious women. And we talked with um, the CEO and founder of Kinesage, Kathleen Gramsay. She gave a really interactive session that I thought was wonderful about how uh, jobs, whether it be a desk job or very manual labor jobs, take physical tolls on your body and things that you can do every day to kind of reset your body and mind. I thought that was important. And then I said we saved the best for last, but we had a panel on industrious women in the age of Me Too, and it was a discussion about HR and culture and 
wow, at the end of a day on a Friday, I was expecting people to be tired and anxious to leave. And we had to cut that session off because there were so many great questions and comments coming through, but we wanted to honor the time of the attendees. And so that just tells me that we have to do this event again. The Me Too panel actually was my favorite one. Was it? To just listen to. Um, I think is one of the two men in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really, I, and I'm glad neither of us said anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was it was really good to, to to be there and to listen to the stories of these really like powerful women. Yes. Um, talk about the inequities that they have experienced in the workplace. You know, throughout their careers. I think it's really important that you were in the room, and I always think it's important that you have even at women's events, there should be men present because they're allies. They need to be part of the discussion. We wanted you there. We were happy to have you there because it is um, kind of a human rights topic and discussion, really, when you think about Me Too. And it's very complex now, and there's a lot of factors, and there's some some of the initial founders of the Me Too movement. There's been complaints against them in recent weeks. And so it is very complex, but at the root of it is just all about equality, right? Mm -hmm. In the workforce, equality in pay and how you're treated and respected. So it's about human rights. It's about respect. And I'm really pleased with how how impactful that final session was. That session had great um, audience interaction, Mm -hmm. too, because... it was interesting to 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 sit there and and watch the uh, panelists tell their stories, tell their perspectives, mm-hmm. and then to turn and look at the audience and see how many nodding heads there were in agreement. Yes. you know, because it's a it's an issue that affects everyone in big and tiny ways. I think by creating a space at a business event where we can talk about some of these difficult conversations that occur every day, unfortunately, not every day, but all over the world they occur Mm -hmm. and there's inequalities and we're just trying to create that space where people feel safe to share and we can also talk about legal ramifications which is why it was so important to have Andrea who's one of our amazing board members at BBB leading that panel because she's an attorney so she had that knowledge to bring to the table too so you know what overall Jake Industrious Women's Summit the inaugural event was a huge success, if I do say so myself. I no, I think I I don't think you are wrong in saying that at all because uh, you, you know I've covered a lot of events we've had at BBB and I think this was probably one of the most exciting ones mm-hmm. um, in terms of of content and just like seeing all of like the faces that were excited to be there. Yes. Um, and then, and then, you know, watching the panels, so many different perspectives, so many different useful pieces of information that were delivered to an audience of how many people? 80? Yeah, we had a, at some points we had almost 100 people in the room. Yeah, we're really excited and very grateful for how amazing this inaugural event turned out. If you attended and you're listening to this podcast and you'd like more information or the contact information, of any of the panelists or speakers, or if you're listening and you weren't able to make it to the event, um, you can definitely reach out to us. If you were an attendee, you'll be receiving an email sometime this week with more information about the panelists, a survey, because we want your feedback and we want to even improve and grow this event in the upcoming years. Um, But if you didn't attend and you don't have our contact information, now is the perfect time to let you know about how you can reach Jake and I. Yes, so we have had a development on the torch podcast front breaking news uh so uh last week we said if you needed to reach out to us you could go to info at bbbcommunity.org 
But uh, I've pulled some strings with our IT person. Wow. And now we have our own email address. So what? if you want to reach out to us, if you want to maybe be a guest on the podcast someday, any kind of correspondence, go ahead and send an email to the Torch Podcast at bbbcommunity.org. That is the Torch Podcast at bbbcommunity.org. Definitely send all your fan mail that way. Any questions you have, suggestions for topics that you'd like to hear us talk about, or if you would like to nominate yourself to be interviewed on the podcast, or if you have somebody else you'd want to nominate, we did want to let you know about our new email address so you can officially contact us via the Torch Podcast at bbbcommunity.org. Yep, and uh, we're getting official. We are. It's like every episode we're... Maybe we'll have that ladder. shirts next time. Oh, my gosh, yes. I want a mug. Yes. I want a Torch Podcast mug mm-hmm. that I can then drink water out of yes. during the podcast. That way we don't have to use these <laughs> water bottles that are crinkly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Speaking of events, Kimberly, there are no shortage of them here on our BBB campus. Nope. Uh, or within the community we serve. Uh, do you have any announcements, any cool things the kids should be uh, paying attention to? Yeah, you know, every week when we do this podcast, we're going to make announcements. So if you have an event that you want us to share, feel free to email it to us. We have so many events going on every single day here in our business and community center. Um, it's just really exciting. So we do have one coming up. I think it's already next Friday. I can't believe it's almost September. Um, it's called Mentoring in the Phoenix Entrepreneurial Ecosystem. It is part of Money Month 2.0. So we participated last September in Money Month, the inaugural Money Month event. There were dozens of speakers, topics, um, events around the whole state of Arizona last September, and they are increasing and even growing Money Month this year. And so we're really pleased on Friday, September 7th from 4 to 6 p.m. here at BBB um, to be hosting this session on mentorship in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. There's gonna be some great speakers, a lot of business folks here, and we're really gonna be talking about how business owners can effectively work with mentors to grow their business. How do you find a mentor? How do you be a mentor? So if that's something you're interested in, I believe you can find the details on Eventbrite. And again, it's next Friday, September 7th from 4 to 6 p.m. here at your Better Business Bureau. And we'll continue to give you updates and announcements on various events that we're hosting here on our campus and across our service area. Uh, I actually am personally interested in that event. Um, you know that y- you hear, you listen to any successful business owner uh, talk about like how they got to where they are. And all of them say, find a mentor at some point in life. Yes. Um, I've had a couple of mentors, not officially, but, uh, you know, uh, bosses or, or people that I've looked up to. Um, and, you know, to this day, I I, st- I still find myself in situations where I think back to what they told me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, they, they serve as a good kind of like uh, guiding light, you know, for what Absolutely. you do. Absolutely. Have you had any... Uh, luck with mentors? Oh, yes. I've had some really wonderful mentors in my personal life, in my career. And I think mentorship is such an important topic. I'm really glad we're co-hosting this event. And I think we could do, honestly, several segments on mentorship. Maybe we should have like a mentor wall here in our studio, because I have a feeling when we start interviewing business owners, 
just what you said is going to come true. Every single one of them, no doubt, is going to refer to one or more mentors that they had that helped them grow their business. But yes, I'm very fortunate to have had different mentors at different stages in my life and career. And it seems kind of weird when you think about it, because like, how do I get a mentor? Do I formally have to ask them? But be my mentor, please, <laughs> please be my mentor. Do you have I, to write a letter. Or no, something? I don't think it's that formal. <laughs> and you know, there have been some really good discussions on mentorship in Phoenix in the last year or two at various events that I've attended. And I think that's one of the themes that kind of emerges is you don't have to enter into this formal agreement. It's kind of an organic thing that will happen between you and this person that you connect with. And ideally, you would want them to be maybe further along in their career to have more wisdom or experience than you. But another interesting thing I learned about mentors is you could find someone who's younger than you or who has maybe less work experience than you. And they could also be a really good mentor because they're, they know different things than you. So you want to seek out a mentor who has can bring a different perspective to your life, to your job, and that's how they can really add value. So I'm a huge proponent of mentorship in mm-hmm. general, of being a mentor, of being a mentee. I think there's nothing more important to someone's personal and professional success than mentorship. So check out this event. And I would love to do a future podcast on mentorship. Yeah, we should. We're giving ourselves our own best ideas, and it's fantastic. <laughs> we are, and we're recording them <laughs> so we won't forget them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, some uh, very big and sad news this week. Um, we unfortunately lost our longtime uh, Senator John McCain. Mm-hmm. You know, he visited our campus in 2016. Were you here? I was here. I was here. Um, And I I was in high school when he was running for president. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, seeing a guy on TV running for such a high office and then and then to eventually meet him and see him in real life and see him talk and. It's kind of a surreal moment, you know, it's someone who's it's a larger than life personality, like standing right there in front of you in the in, in the place that you 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 eat every day. Right. <laughs> he, he gave a presentation in our town square. Um, if anything, just just the the amount of time he served in office is a testament to his um, dedication to the people he served. Absolutely. Um, He loved the people of Arizona and his country. And I think one of the greatest testaments to his life, what we're hearing on local news here in Arizona this week, national news, international news, is so many people are saying, regardless of your political ideology or beliefs, everyone's really uniting um, around this man, unfortunately, in his death. But I think that's exactly what he wanted. He prepared a final farewell address that was given by a family spokesperson yesterday, and it's really beautiful and incredible to see the thought that he put. You know, we were talking about how Beth put a lot of thought and effort. People who are truly great leaders take the time to meticulously plan and to see a man of his stature, like you said, who lives such a full and at times difficult and, and very long life, plan everything up until the moment of his death it was really touching. And, you know, the people of Arizona, we might not ever see a figure like him again in our lifetime, someone who gave so much to his country through public service, through military service. It is a huge loss. And uh, 
We do send our condolences to his family and loved ones because they live here amongst us in our community. Mm -hmm. And it is really special that he was able to visit our Better Business Bureau. And he just, he made the time and he would be out at a lot of nonprofit organizations um, to meet the folks, to see what was going on on the ground in the community. So Jake, uh, I think we both picked out one of our favorite quotes, or we each have a different favorite quote from John McCain. I think it's kind of nice to read that. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll do mine first. Okay. Uh, John McCain says, it is your character and your character alone that will make your life happy or unhappy. That is all that really passes for destiny and you choose it. No one else can give it to you or deny it to you. No rival can steal it from you and no friend can give it to you. Others can encourage you to make the right choices or discourage you, but you choose. Yeah. The piece of having a strong character Uh, an immense moral compass. It's something that no wonder he came here to BBB. I mean, it aligns so well with our brand of Mm -hmm. ethics and trustworthiness and just living a life of integrity. Uh, My quote is a little bit different, but the one that I really love, it's from one of his earlier memoirs. And John McCain said, nothing in life is more liberating than to fight for a cause larger than yourself. Something that encompasses you but is not defined by your existence alone. I think that's really powerful because that can apply to anyone, not just a politician, not just someone who's given service to their country through through military service, but this also applies to business people. It applies to nonprofit professional professionals. It applies to folks in the service industry. Everyone wants to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. They want to make an impact and... They want that thing that they are so passionate about and that they've dedicated their lives to to continue on after they've left this world. So I think that's one of the greatest things is he's leaving behind an immense legacy through lots of projects and programs and policies that will, you know, proceed after him even in his death. So thank you for your service. Thank you for giving so much to our amazing state. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, uh, and if you did, please uh, subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you have feedback, please feel free to connect with us on social media or send us an email at uh, thetorchpodcast at bbbcommunity.org, uh, and we will see you next time. We'll hear you next time. <laughs> You'll hear us next time. One of those will work. Should we just record this whole thing from the start again? (laughs) Are you sure you want to edit all of this? And then boom. 